What's going on, sports fans? We're back for another episode of Tally Up the Points, featuring Coach Brandon McCray from Gabby High School. Say what's going on. What's up? What's up? How y'all doing? Coach Alex Colson from Gabby High School. What's up? What's up? Coach Ivan Evans, Lincoln High School. What's up? What's up? What's up? And myself, Coach Brandon Yomas from Lincoln High School. We're here this week, back again, about to get this thing started, talk about a little Lincoln football, a little Gabby football, and of course, with Big Three, Florida State, Miami, and the University of Florida. And also touch up on some family rattlers doing their thing over there on top of the hill. So let's get it going, fellas. All right, I want to start it off by saying we played against Leon this week. Uh, I think Gabby played against Rickers. And um, let's get it jumping. Hey, Leon, look, Monday Night Football. <laughs> I played Leon and uh, came out fairly aggressive, uh, jumped out to a nice lead and didn't kind of finish the game where we wanted to. But, uh, you know, I'm pleased with the, the victory and, and the way the kids came out and played, you know, through all the adversity that's going on and whatnot throughout the uh, A50 community. You know, offensively, we had some guys that step up and uh, in Marco's absence, uh, Dom Larry stepped up and had two touchdowns for us. And uh, it was nice to see him get his first little piece of action. Well, was it the action that is uh, in a district game and a game that we won and played fairly well in? Uh, defensively, we played okay. Uh, we we let up the drives that I felt that we shouldn't have. Uh, just kind of playing lack of basically, kind of playing down to the competition. Um, but we did get the scoring started off for the evening. Isaiah Henley with a 25 yard intercept, uh, 25 yard turn intercepted for a touchdown. They got the score scoring going for the evening. Um, we made some other plays on the day. We blocked, we blocked another punt. So that's always good to set the special teams and set up a short field. And, and the offense did the thing all night. Uh, we didn't punt the ball offensively. We scored on all of our possessions, which is awesome. And so uh, overall, it's good, good to get that 21st straight victory over Leon. Um, get that 20th straight district championship. Um, a lot of hard work has gone into that over the years. A lot of great coaches, uh, Coach Wilson, Coach Wright, Coach Pierre, and now Coach Gray, and, and all the great assistants that support that. It's just awesome to be here and be a part of that. And uh, it's just a good time to be a trophy. And you the guy we played, um, Rick. So, how about that game? Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, you know, it's definitely after you know the, the week that the whole area had, and just you know, shout out to everybody out west of us and all that's going on over there. Definitely uh, have those folks in our prayers. But um, you know, we we decided to play the game Saturday, and it was really a situation. A lot of people, you know, we. we Caught a little flack from just, I mean, we didn't catch flack because we didn't really listen to a lot of people, but, um, you know, just hearing some of the stuff, reading some of the stuff that people were saying about us playing Saturday. A lot of people understood. I, I kids, to be honest, they, they, they didn't play. And these were kids that, you know, some of them didn't have cows, some of them didn't have this and that, but not only kids, but parents and, and, you know, just the, the community, the, uh, the families, you know, they were excited about still having the opportunity uh, to go out there and, and play the game that they love and support uh, even through some tough times, you know, and 
in our community, you know, sometimes, you know, they, 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 they come and go, you know, it's something that we have to deal with in the community that uh, surrounds our school. So, you know, it, it was a good thing to get out there Saturday that the kids as far as on field play. I, I you know, I, I, you know, won't see the photo, I think, you know, it looked like we hadn't practiced, you know, all weekend. We actually, uh, that Monday before, uh, where, you know, we were allowed to practice, um, we actually decided not to practice that day so the kids could go, you know, kind of help their parents or help their families uh, prepare for the storm. So we actually only ended up practicing that Friday to have walkthrough and really a testament to, um, you know, how our kids have really focused this year. Uh, you know, we really kind of got a chip on our shoulder after losing the Trinity Christian game last year, which, you know, we had a chance again if uh, we would have finished off the drives and things like that. So um, those kids really dialed in, which they have been all year. Um, they came out. We, I think we played a great game on offense. Uh, you know, we, we started to, I think, get a little mentally fatigued at times, you know, especially in the second half. Uh, Rickers, you know, Rickers always team. They're probably one of the toughest teams to prepare for, I think, um, because they do have athletes. But one of the things about Rickers, they go to the house and you know, it, it's it's always a challenge kind of picking up some of the things that they do defensively. They got a couple players over there that definitely made some plays against us, and so hats off to them, but uh, at, at the end of the day, you know, we, we definitely enjoy that district championship that we just won uh, second year, uh, in our second year at the school, so uh, it was a good Saturday all in all. Yeah, what about man, you, AC? Just to, just to touch up on what he said, Look, we need to get out there back first and get back on the field where all that went on in the hurricane and everything and uh, make some plays. I think we played pretty good on defense. Um, uh, I guess the job for the test of this won't be happy with the issues. So, uh, but, uh, just, uh, it's, it's just good to get back out there. And like Coach said, we ain't practicing too much. I think we had a walk through like the day before, but we came out there and the kids knew what to do. We threw a rust on it, but Richard made play. They made they, they play, and they got some good kids over there, so, you know, they get a win over there. Now, to kind of piggyback off what Coach was saying earlier and all the, the tough times, I just, you know, just want to say that tough times make tough people. And uh, tough people last. In this world, tough people really last. I'm really impressed by uh, the way the kids came together and, you know, on both teams that didn't practice much and put out the best efforts. And what I'll do now is highlight some of the guys offensively uh, for our game this week that I want to shout out. Um, major shout out to um, again Don Larry for getting his first uh, high school touchdown. Actually had two touchdowns. He had a receiving and a rushing TD. So a uh, big shout out to him on that. Uh, also offensively, uh, Chris was his normal efficient self, and um, just overall offense. Just you know impressed with him going out there on very little practice and getting the job done. Uh, what about defensively? Defense, let's see, Isaiah Henley, of course, uh, left with the pick six. Um, 
Charles Blake has been a, a, a stalwart in the middle of this year. Um, does a great job at that, that one technical three technique, holding it down on the inside. Um, let's see. I mean, we, we played a good team game. Joshua Coates had the punt block uh, on defense, and uh, we, we were able to do some things. Jordan Jones had a couple of nice tackles off the edge. Jada Henry had a sack or two, I believe. Um, uh, but overall, it was a good team effort. Um, Leon scored a little bit more points than I would have liked him to. Uh, final score is at 56 to 21. But uh, overall, overall, we, we played decent on Detroit. But let's play much better moving forward. I agree. I agree. Um, we got a big game coming up this week. So uh, hopefully, you know, we get a good recovery and then go from there. What about you guys over at Gabby? Any kids you want to shout out offensively and defensively? Uh, defensively, we had uh, DJ. He had, had two picks. One got called back. But yeah, he had a pick. A uh, uh, couple tackles for loss. And that's uh, like that. Uh, a couple passes. Uh, Cortez also, he had, he had sacks. One of them being a safety. And, um, Okay, there's you had two sacks, one being a safety. Uh, I think he lands. Uh, he might have let the team tackle. And uh, Kyler Light also had a sack. Uh, he had two sacks, and they could safety. So we, we got to go. We had two safety in the game. That was big for us. Uh, man, uh, we got a kid named Avery Boyd. Uh, Avery plays wide receiver for us. And I'm telling you, he, this is his second year ever playing football in his life, first year in high school. Uh, that, that kid is lighting it up. He is making plays. You know, I, I come full on his laugh when I use the word awesome. Uh, but that young man right there, I, I, I really think he has a chance to play on Sunday. I know I'm skipping college and all. <laughs> he is, you know, he, 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 he looks the part and he, and he plays the part. And, and you can see him at practice. Um, he just practices. He practices like like a Jerry Wright, somebody like that. Just you know, I ain't saying he on that level yet, but as far as how he prepares for a game, it is it's amazing to see a kid just stay focused like that, especially in this day and age when kids usually, you know, it's hard to keep focused a lot. They got so much going on. Yeah, yeah. He he act like it's Friday on Monday. So you know, excited about what he's doing this year. Oh, yeah, and I, I think, yeah, kids just try to get to Friday these days. Uh, uh, Rucker, man, Rucker played. Rucker had a big pick for us today. He went up against one of the big tight ends. He got a pick. Uh, man, he's he playing good, good ball for Southport. That's good stuff. That's good stuff right there coming up from the GI guys. We have a nice long road trip coming up uh, down to Escambia. Uh, playing the well, in Pensacola playing the Scambia. What about him defensively, Coach Jones? Uh, just looking at the film, um, Coach Bennett is, is over there at Scambia now. Uh, for years and years, he was the head coach at Pensacola High School. And uh, Coach Coulson and Coach McCray can also speak on this as well. Always uh, played great games against, always had good games against Pensacola. Um, they always had, uh, Coach Bennett always had athletes and 
and uh, they were always good games. Um, same thing with him at Escambia. Uh, uh, they got a lot of athletes and some people who can do some things. Uh, running back, uh, number one, I believe he goes both ways. Plays a little linebacker, too, as well. And um, they had a, uh, a really athletic quarterback that can move around and do some things in the run game. Um, they do a good job. So, um, And and they're, they're, they're a good team. I believe they're 6-1 coming into this game, so it'll be a challenge for sure. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, getting over there and playing some ball. It's a short week, but we're back at it and ready. <laughs> uh, defensively, they, you know, number one that he talked about earlier, plays some linebacker. He's, he's pretty solid. They have another linebacker that's, that's, that's okay and, you know, and tackle. Now, they're not overly sized up front, but they're pretty quick, and, and, and if we don't get our hands on them, they're going to be in our gaps uh, causing disruption. So the key for us is to, to get our hands on them Play with our hands and and just be just play Lincoln football. Just get in the trenches and do the things we should do to, to come out and win the game. As far as their DBs, they're they're all athletic. They all can get the ball. But as long as we are where we're supposed to be at the time we're supposed to be there as receivers, shouldn't have a problem. Shouldn't have a problem at all. Just just be where you're supposed to be so the quarterback gets you the ball and we can move forward that way. <laughs> Um, who you guys at Gabby got this week? Give us a little preview of them. Uh, we got Pensacola Pine Forest. Um, they're one of the top teams over there this year. Uh, got a rich tradition at that school. Uh, played as tough last year. Uh, they're, they're coming over to Tallahassee uh, this year. Uh, defensively, they have a, a defensive end. He's about 6'4", 225. Uh, I'm probably not going to get much sleep tonight. I'm about to go watch some film on him in a little bit because uh, he, he is a beast coming off the edge. Um, then they also got a great secondary. Probably going to be one of the first teams that we'll play this year uh, that'll have a secondary that can match up with us skill-wise. Uh, which is something to say because we got a lot of guys out there on the edges. But, um, got, yeah, they got a great secondary. Got a kid. I think he has a Mississippi State offer already. I think he just got offered by Miami. Um, yeah, he just got offered by Miami, I think, a couple of days ago. So, um, definitely been keeping me up at night watching him on film defensively. And, uh, so, it, it's going to be a, it's gonna be a good one, man, over there at Cobb Stadium. All right, that's going to kind of conclude our high school portion of the, the show today. <laughs> so, let's get into the real drama. <laughs> Real time this season, college football. Let's go start with UF and, and um, LSU. Let's go. Yeah, man, we went. That was LSU, man. Black, black. Yeah, two weeks ago with LSU. Uh, yeah, man, we went and got a. Well, not went. They came to us and we got a big win. We got a big win in the swamp over LSU. Um, the team played played pretty well. A lot of people were saying. And I, I was kind of one when they got they got the lead late in the game. I'm like, man, here we go again. But we came, came down. We had a spirited drive. I think they say Dan Mullen ran down the side, whole side like this swamp crumb. They went down there and uh, slowed down. Uh, and for the game winning drive, man, they showed a lot of great defensive plan, a lot better. And offensive, they offensive find a way to score. Offensive find a way to score. They find a different way to score every game. That's a deal. Now, I heard that the, uh, the guy that got the pick six to kind of end the game was a Louisiana native and yeah. got the LSU off. He's from, 
He's he from Louisiana. Yeah. Yeah, he's from Louisiana. He, he got off, but he played, he played that cover zero. Uh, I stepped in the front and took it to the house, man. That kind of suit. I was thinking, oh, man, he should have stayed in bounds. He should have just uh, dove, but, man, we went forward and he sealed the game after that, so. Big win, big win. <laughs> man, uh, Florida State went down to, uh, I was going to say, Joe Robbie Stadium, we're going to play at my uh, hard rock. <laughs> 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 All right, now, now you go with the jokes. Yeah, Cut the jokes out. Um, you know, against the odds, uh, nobody thought Florida State would, would even be competitive in the game. We went down there, and uh, in the first half, we were able to make some plays when we need to. Not that we were moving the ball uh, up and down the field, but made some plays, got some third down conversions, and uh, Keith Gavin was able to get his first career touchdown reception. And uh, Francois was able to find some open receivers, and we, we got a couple of decent runs in the running game. And and defense, defensively, we were making some stops in the first half, and uh, the score at halftime uh, was twenty to seven uh, over the Hurricanes. And I was surprised, although I was trying to keep up via text message and uh, with Spotty Service out there, uh, FAMU during homecoming, it was kind of hard to keep up with the game. <laughs> yeah, we all were. It was it was just a lot of people, and AT and T was not cooperating. But I'm gonna uh, let Coach McCray uh, talk about uh, the second half. Going to the second Coach half, McCray. I think it went back and forth a few times, and then uh, DJ Matthews was able to uh, return a touch, uh, return a punt return for a touchdown, and uh, Florida State was up twenty-seven to seven, and uh, I was on cloud nine at the time, literally and figuratively. Um, was excited about what the nose was doing and and I was I was talking trash. I was I was texting keeping that set keep that same energy we had on the previous podcast and <laughs> but uh as 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 the game went on and I was checking the scores and Florida State kept twenty seven and that other column just kept going up and up and up and I was like, Oh good here coming I and I called the final score before it happened. Yeah, go ahead and finish it. <laughs> <laughs> well, up, hey, I, you know what? I, I personally, uh, I, I personally made that game what it was. Uh, I, I went, I, I went to sleep after I predicted on the on the last episode that it was going to be thirty eight to zero, and I and I laid in my bed and I said, "Listen." Um, I, I probably shouldn't have said all that. I, I probably shouldn't have predicted anything like that. And it, and it proved to be uh, opposite of what I thought. You know, and, and I said Miami was going to dominate the special teams. And with DJ Matthew took that punt back, I said, listen, this, this is my fault right here. I, I talked too much. Uh, but, you know, Miami did um, come out and, and play the much better game. To be honest, I just didn't feel good as a Miami fan after that game. I said, Florida State's a bad team right now, and I don't think we're that good either. You know, after I saw that, I do feel like uh, Florida State got cheated on the double pass. I think that was a legal play, but I'm, I'm happy as I don't know what. 
uh, that the, the ACC refs uh, came down on our side. One of the few times that they've done that. Um, but I, I was for a second. They continue to say uh, at Willie Taggart uh, questioning them and sending the film, and they continue to say that it wasn't close and it wasn't uh, so, challengeable. I mean, this, this, what, this what I'm gonna ask you. This is what I'm gonna ask. So tell me the rule, because this is the thing. When Francois let go of the ball, DJ Matthews was in front of him. Now, when he caught the ball, that's the arbitrary part. So it is the rule if you throw the ball and the receiver's in front of you and he comes back behind you, is that legal? Yes. I know he has to be behind you pitching. But when he throws the ball, if you're in front and then you go back to get the ball, that's legal, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's legal. My interpretation of the rule is if the ball is thrown behind the quarterback, that's fine. And then the other receiver has okay, until but, he gets to the line of scrimmage to throw say, the ball. But, let's say I'm in front of you before you throw it. So when you throw it, I'm in front. But you throw it and it carries me behind you. That's, and that's what it looked that's why I say Florida State got cheated because it looked like he was in front before he threw it, and then he was behind. To me, he was either he was either beside or he was behind when he caught the ball. That's what it looked like to me. And a lot of, but I take the victory. <laughs> well, well, my thing is, and I, I, I think I've seen this before, but couldn't Willie Tackett challenge that play? No, and they that's say a, that's, a, that's a misconception that a lot of fans have right now. Um, because the referee threw a penalty for a legal forward pass. He threw the flag for a legal forward pass. And you cannot challenge a penalty. And that's that's the issue. Yeah. So um, if he wouldn't do the flag, he could have challenged it. Right. And Miami could have challenged it. But since he threw a flag, you can't challenge a penalty. And then when he asked the referee on the sideline, um, he said, you know, because there was time between the play. It was a touchdown. Um, so, you know, they had ran the extra point team out and all that good stuff. Um, so there was time. And he, when he asked the referee, the referee said that uh, they made a call on the field of the legal four pass. They're looking at it upstairs, and it's not even close. So we're not even going to warrant, you know, reviewing it any further. It wasn't close. <laughs> that's, what, that's what they said. The referee said. Hey, for being a Florida fan, I don't care. 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 I don't that's that the two that come to mind because I know those two people. <laughs> hey, karma's a, you know what? It always come back and bite you. Always come back and bite you. All right, moving on to this week. Uh, the Gators played uh, Vanderbilt. So AC take the lead on it. What happened down there? Yeah, man, we got one, man. We had a big, big uh, top 10. Uh, a top 25 showdown in Vanderbilt, man. 
Virginia, as the defense played great, but I, I just don't know what to say. Uh, 
Go ahead with it, man. Just go ahead. <laughs> Look how bad it is. Does Miami play this week? Or we all, I don't even know. I think I play. You sure? Yeah. Uh, we off this week. Play the same team on Florida State play. Nobody. Then y'all got then y'all got Boston College on a Friday night up there. No. Up there? Up there on a Friday. Hey man, my thing is everybody wanna talk about Mark Rick, but everybody starts preparing. I don't think it didn't work out. So I think, you know, a lot of Bobby fans didn't about that. Right? Man, my choice is still Perry or Jan Williams. <laughs> he threw two interceptions, though. Listen, there's a goosey out there. Here's the issue. Our offensive line isn't that good right now. Rick knows he's going to have to throw the ball. And, and even though Roseville ain't the best arm talent, he know more to play with. They, they got to get some variety in the past game. And Coach, he, just, he, ain't, he ain't got it just yet. He got the arm talent, but he doesn't have the playbook now. That's why I don't yeah. think everybody. That's why I don't think he should have been named the starter. Well, we need, we need a new offensive coordinator. I'm gonna go ahead and put that. No, out. we need an offensive coordinator. Period. Not new. We need one. Period. Yeah. We out there well, running six it. plays like uh, the Tecmo Bowl thing. You got six games. You six Ooh. plays. I mean, you can run. You pick them same six Man, plays every time. Uh, I, I watched that Miami game and, and not being a FSU fan, but it kind of looked like in years past where y'all lose the FSU and y'all come out flat. That's kind of how that game looked. I was like, hey, but y'all won the game. Why y'all playing like this? I think we got I think we got some rich guys on the team. We still got some goals in this. Yeah. We, we in a transition. Yeah, we got uh, we got some kind of bad mesh yeah. going on, but the defense balling. The defense all man at Diaz. They balling. You know, they got three picks early in the game, and we couldn't convert them into points. So I really don't know what the heck's going on. So we we got to figure out something quick, fast, in the hurry because uh, the season's not lost yet, and we need to we need to get to at least ten wins. At least ten wins. All right, let's talk about these uh, FAMU homecoming game. Uh, we, me and Yomas were there, and it was kind of boring, but I guess what it is. Let's talk about it. 17 to 17-0. Yeah. Sounds like they're playing defense out there. Yeah. Uh, FAMU's defense is really, really impressive this year. Um, if you go to the games, if you've seen a game, it usually takes them a drive to kind of get used to what the other team is doing. And then they lock in and they shut it down for the most part. They've done an outstanding job this whole season. And um, that homecoming game, like Coach Evans says, is kind of slow uh, offensively. Um, there's a lot of a lot of punts, a lot of three and outs, and, you know, uh, kind of struggling on the offense to find their way. But uh, second half was able to open some things. Well, not in second half. Fourth quarter uh, was able to <laughs> open some things up and, and, and find some open receivers and uh, ran the ball well. Bishop Bonnet, uh, number 13, uh, running back, uh, had a couple of nice runs. Yeah, I like that guy too. A couple of nice runs. And then uh, um, receiver Chad Hunter, uh, he's a local guy from uh, Rickers High School. He uh, scored a touchdown, I believe, and uh, came out victorious against. <laughs> How, how did the band do? That's what I need to know. I'm a band homer. Uh, uh, the sound is good, but I, it's just the show's kind of boring. I, you know, I don't know. 
not impressed. Yeah. yeah. Feel like I've seen it before. That's that's the way I felt when I watched it. Like I had maybe watched that same show at the last home game. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Now what I will say is I'm impressed with their stable of backs that fam you got. They got a uh, Rick and a uh, uh, Bishop on it. Yeah. They got a guy from um from uh McDonald 35 that a friend of mine talks about. He's pretty good. I don't know if he's 32 or 33. 25 is uh 25 is Bowers. Yeah. And then I think number 32 is the other guy you're talking about. And one of the best. And then uh, move, uh moving on to uh this past weekend, uh fam you went up to Greensboro, North Carolina to take on the North Carolina AT Aggies. Um, the Aggies uh, were defend are were the defending uh, Black College National Championship champions, winning the Celebration Bowl against uh, Alcorn State or Grambling, I believe, last year. Alcorn, um, make sure you say that right. Yeah, Alcorn. Excuse me. Uh, North Carolina AT uh, coming into the uh, at the beginning of the season, two big time wins over uh, more prominent. Uh, one double A school, I think Jacksonville State, and uh, who else did they beat? And East Carolina, they beat East Carolina and Jacksonville State uh, pretty handedly. So uh, coming into the game, North Carolina team was the number one team in Black college football, and I believe uh, number ten or number six or something like that in in the uh, FCS poll, and. Uh, and the game started off just like they were. Uh, you could tell they were. They were trying to open a kickoff, 98 yards for a touchdown. Bammy was down 7-0. Um, finally settled down. Um, I believe the score was 21-7 at the half. A&T was up. Um, Bam- 21-6, 21-6, yeah. Bammy, uh before uh, in the first quarter, we stripped, we stripped the uh, running back and returned a, a fumble about 50 yards for a touchdown and, and missed the extra point. And I also had some other opportunities to uh, score in that first half. We uh, they we called a, a fake field goal and a receiver was wide open and tried to take off a little bit before he uh, was able to reel the ball in. And that was a big opportunity that was missed. <laughs> but in the second half, um, it was the Chad Hunter show. Uh, he caught a bunch of footballs for us, and Ryan Stanley uh, playing through some, you know, nagging injuries. The quarterback um, led the team down, and, and they made some plays when they needed to. I got like we talked about those stable running back Bishop Bonner had a couple of good carries, and then uh, the kicker was able to seal the deal uh, with four seconds left in the game, and Sam U went up and, and pulled the upset, uh, just a big win, 22-21. Uh, that pushes them to four and zero, and Mid Eastern Athletic Conference play five and two on the season, and uh, they control their own destiny as far as uh, the season goes. They got three more MEAC games, and uh, setting up for a big one down there in Orlando between Bethune Cookman and Family. But still got a couple more uh, big time MEAC games coming up on the schedule. But uh, five weeks for FAMU, so time to heal up and get better and. You know what I would love to see is uh, Alcorn and and uh, Fam U in the Celebration Bowl. If they do that, I'm trying to get to Atlanta. Trying to get that to see that. Hey, we're going to Atlanta, uh, December 18th, I think, at 12 noon. It ain't like prime time nothing, but hey, I'll take it. Oh yeah, we in the building. We yeah, I'm gonna be there. I'll be there. 
Yeah, yeah, we could just we could be there and, and just interview random folks. You know, just go from there and and put them on video and talk to people about uh, the swag and the meag and maybe people we know, maybe it's just people I know, and go from there. Like, hopefully they can get there. And we can celebrate. Man, I, I just feel like it, it's not so much about Twill. I just don't think the coach is ready right now. I think Rick's one of those coaches. He doesn't want to throw a young kid to the fire. I believe, you know, I, I think he sees brighter days. Not that this season is a waste. We still going to try to shoot for an ACC championship first and shoot our shot with Clemson. But I think he wants to make sure that Nikosi does take over, that he, you know, his confidence is a shot and stuff like that. So I'm pretty sure they're going to control it pretty well in-house and things like that. Yeah, I just, I'm a... I don't know. I, I feel like if, if Costa's not going to be your guy, go ahead with Jaren because, you know, wait a minute, I ain't going to say that because we, we still want to achieve something this season. So, you right. the ACC championship, NBA basketball. <laughs> um, come on with the heat, baby. I'm the heat, baby. One last ride for D-Wade. <laughs> yeah, man, why not? Everybody zero zero now. That's my, that's why. That's the only reason why I rock the team, man. <laughs> well, traditionally, I'm a I'm a, a Lakers fan, but I was more of a big Kobe Bryant fan, and also I've been a, a, a LeBron James hater. Um, not that he's not the most dominant player in basketball right now. I just you know been hating. <laughs> but now that he has become a uh, become a Laker, I'm gonna have to figure something out. Uh, but I'm still gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Golden State again. Um, Steph Curry, Draymond Green, all those guys over there, and they added some people. Uh, cousins, Blue cousins, yeah, Blue yeah cousins. Uh, they add that to the to the to the repertoire. Uh, so they'll be tough to beat, I think. And y'all killing my vibe right now. Your vibe about to be killed. I'm going to ride with Golden State also. Even though Miami's my team, I'm going to ride with Golden State. That's about to be. I'm rolling with the Boston Celtics. I like it. Like that? That's a good pick. That's a good pick. Hey, man, what you think you still going to do this year, man? While I'm watching Houston sit here and get beat to sleep by the Pelicans, they are what they are. Right. Now to jump off the subject of football for a minute, and I don't know how in tune you are to music or to both of us about the same age, but what y'all feel about the uh that quarter five? I, I'm gonna go first. I think I, I, I like some songs on there. I think it's for his fans. And I don't think Wayne came about the work is on. I think this is for his fans. His fans are waiting on it. A lot of people, you know, there's a lot of younger folks. You know, it's not matching with the music that got made. Not all the songs, but shit, I like it. I think it's a little way. 
Yeah, I'm a big fan of it also. It's about six songs on that I can rock with and kind of just vibe out to. And most of the time, when you get five or six songs on a, a, a album or a CD or whatever you call it, you can, uh, it's pretty good riding music. But, uh, you know, I feel like I've been a Wayne fan and I, I enjoy it really, 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 really much. Yeah, I agree with, uh, I agree with Alex on that. You know, it wasn't for, it wasn't for, you know, to, to get a whole bunch of number one songs on the charts, but it's what it's, it's what the hip hop and it's what Little Wayne fans needed. He finally got to drop his part five album. Um, like like Costa said, there's it's some bangers on there that I can vibe to, I can rock to. Not necessarily gonna get radio play, but you know some good classic Wayne. So I'm I'm fine. Uh, I'm like start this thing off. Why is one song that comes on? If I listen, to be honest, if I don't hear it at the stadium, it don't get me hype out there, cop, then I don't really know nothing about it. So, y'all gonna have to introduce me to that. It's <laughs> on you, Coach. Alright, since you're not a music lover, uh, McCray, last thing before we get out of here, you might want to check out the LMA CD. Oh, man, I heard no Right, you know, you jump in and just let it play. Okay, I'm going to say that. Yeah, the CD, man. Go buy the album. Where they got the CD? Go buy the album. My man, where they got the CD? Oh, you support, support, support. He don't get down to get it. Hey, I had to stand in line at Best Buy for two minutes, man. It's a good album. I'll joke aside. She really came through on her first album. Yeah. Yeah, I got album, baby. I would have got the album, too. Hey, yo, hey, go, go back there in the truck, loading up the CDs. <laughs> <laughs> My six-disc changer. You got a, six changer. <laughs> Man, all our kids that's going to listen to this, they have no clue what a six-disc changer is. They don't know what the hell we talking about. Yeah, but I'm team uh, Apple Music. So I just hit the download button. I'm good. No CDs here. Man, I want to thank everybody for for tuning in and listening to Tally Up the Points once again. Um, a great time for just some guys to kick back and chill out and talk a little high school and college football. Uh, everybody give you a shout out. Drop your Twitter name so you can get your followers up. Go ahead. AC with that spectacular uh, name. ACG. <laughs> Did I, did I jump out of turn? Okay. No, no doubt. Go ahead. <laughs> My bad. Well, uh, hit me up at Coach McCree, APG, on Twitter. Also, thank you, Tallahassee, for all those people out there that uh, knew how to uh, handle the, the stoplights that were off. And uh, we, we did a great job with that as a city. Yeah, man. Uh, this is how about B-O-U-T. Oh, you will. How about him on Twitter, man? Go follow me on uh, Instagram, 801C. All of that, man. Uh, yeah, me and, me and uh, Coach Jones ride together. We almost see the family, but they handled oh, yeah. it pretty well. They went and parked in the middle of the road. Uh, <laughs> on one of those yeah, cabins, like, I'm with it. Yeah, man. This is Coach Evans. Coach Evans, mine. Uh, on Twitter, follow me. Love talking about. Hit me up. And this is uh, Coach Brandon Yeomans, Smooth 48 on Twitter and Instagram. Highlight at me on Twitter. I'll go look at my pictures. 
Another episode of Tell Up the Points. We out.